If you want to become financially independent, come to my seminar. Let me show you how to make the fortune you have always dreamed about. Ready? Go! What happens if you are named in Nelson Rockefeller's will? You get rich quick. Stand on the line, turn the game again. Everybody's gonna lose, and I'm gonna win. Gonna get rich quick. Hello, everybody. It's another episode of Get Rich Quick with Josh and, and Noel. Right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. Yep. This is the show. Where I, Josh Rubin, and I, Noel come together once a week over a single topic, and from said topic sprouts a forest of ideas. With our ideas and our topics that we choose, we could reduce the greenhouse gases, the CO2 emissions in this world by 75%. That's how powerful the forest of our ideas are. That's bold. It's true. Yeah. Um, it's about time that people knew it. That's right. There's a money-making scheme right there. Yeah, we're taking the gloves off tonight. That's right. <laughs> we're fighting global warming. Yeah. We're fighting, or I'm sorry, we're fighting climate change. It's not global warming anymore. Okay. Although it's been feeling like global warming here in New York City. I'm just, just saying. It's yeah. been hot. Yeah. And then cold. And then, And yeah. then hot again. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, um, yeah. So we create this forest of ideas that we use to uh, change the world. I think is what I'm saying. Save the world. Mm-hmm. I think is an even better way to say it, state it. And uh, <coughs> we give those ideas out freely, in the same way that trees grow in the forest without anyone paying for it, without anyone having to buy anything, and people can enjoy them. Our ideas are out there for people to enjoy yeah. and use. And by enjoy, we mean get rich. That's right. Shade yourself under the bough of our rich tree yeah. and pluck the fruits from said tree and get rich. Yeah. We don't ask for anything up front. No. We don't uh, 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 hit you with a one-size-fits-all scheme. Mm-mm. We have multiple trees in our forest. But what we do do, Noel, like all the great parks do, is we reach out after you've come and visit. (laughs) That's what the great parks do. And and you say to us, hey, I visited your park. Yeah. I've taken part of your park. Yeah. I've taken the fruit off of your trees. And we say, well, since you've partook of the fruit of our trees. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe you should uh, give a little back. That's right. That's right. After you are leaving the park with a picnic basket more full than when you came. That's right. Taking the seeds of our fruit and planting them somewhere in your backyard. Yeah. And making your own forest. That's right. And laying in your hammock, lazing around. And you say, hey, this golden hammock didn't hammock itself. Didn't hammock itself. No. I remember the acorn, Josh and Noel. I've never heard you hammocking a hammock as a verb. Yeah. Huh. It's I new. I like that. It's yeah, new. it it's is. big. Uh-huh. You got to hang out with more kids. <laughs> I do. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I've got to remember the acorns, Josh and Noel, from whence these trees grew. And you give us 10% of everything you ever made. Don't think of it as a tithe. Think of it as a donation. Yeah. 
That's all. To keep the forest lush and full. That's right. And with said donation, you can come back to the forest whenever you want and partake of the fruits. New fruits all the time. New fruits. And I'm looking at the biggest fruit I know <laughs> right fruit across from me. <laughs> so that's it, guys. That's what we do. Yeah. We give you fruity ideas, yeah. and you take them. And you juice them. And you juice them. And you drink the juice, the sweet, succulent juice, and you let it run down your chin and all over your chest as the sun glints off of you. And you rub it into your body in slow motion. And I'm sorry. Uh, uh, and yeah, that's it. I don't know where else to go from here. That's it. That's the whole deal. Yeah. So thanks a lot for listening. That's it, guys. Oh, wait a minute. <sighs> Actually, we've got a whole show. We do. Ahead. Uh, so I haven't seen you in a whole week, no. You have not. This time for real, you have not. Yeah, I really haven't. Well, I usually, if I actually, I'd say I correct myself usually. I know. But no. but I'm correcting you when you're correcting. I was hoping not to see you for two whole weeks. Ah. Uh. But unfortunately. Unfortunately, here We're it is. We're recording this at like midnight <laughs> on a school night. In a bunker. Uh-huh. Um, have you been, Noel? I have been pretty good. Um, last weekend, uh-huh. went down to Rockaway Beach. I saw the photo. Yeah. I'm uh, impressed. We went down. My girlfriend's buddy is a DJ. Oh, wow. You went clubbing. Was, no, it was like on a thing outside at... Uh, at, do you know where Rippers is? Not really, no. Okay. Uh, so it, it's like... Is it in the Irish section of Rockaways? It's right like on the, the beach. The, okay, but I just don't know. Like my, I mean, I've been to the Rockaways since it became cool, mm-hmm. but b- the bulk of my time spent in the Rockaways was before it was cool. Okay. And it was basically, you had the Jewish section on one side. Okay. You had the housing projects in the middle. It was more there. And you had the Irish section on another side. Okay. It was more by the projects. <clears throat> okay. Um, so uh, we went out there to hear some DJ magic uh, over the long was weekend. That, is that his DJ name? Her, her, her name. name is DJ magic? Her DJ name is Screaming Horses. Oh. So what was DJ magic? That you're just saying the magic of a DJ. Yeah. Okay. That's why I was asking. Uh, Screaming Horses? Screaming Horses. Huh? Makes you want to dance. I, yeah, I don't know. If, I don't know if that. Uh, I feel like I'd show up and she's got like super black mascara around her eyes and blood coming out of her mouth. Not that I've seen. I just feel like with a name like Screaming Horses, uh-huh. like it just it just seems dark. Yeah. But anyway. Anyway, so we got out there. It's quite a trek. You took the boat, right? We no, we didn't this time. Oh, we it looked uh, like took you the were subway the all the way out. Oh, so you were on the beach when you took the photo. Yeah. I thought you were on the boat when nope. you took the photo. On the beach. We went out there. Uh we got some food. Mm-hmm. And then we went to this DJ thing just a little bit before the sun went down. Uh it was about three degrees, it felt like. Uh-huh. <laughs> It was so cold. The next day was 95, uh, but this was Saturday, which was not 95. And right on the ocean with the water, with the wind blowing off the water, Mm -hmm. it certainly was not 95. Was it hopping? Was it Uh, busy? It was not, partially because it was outside on the beach when it was about two degrees. Right. Um, And so we stuck around for a little bit. And then we're like, it's too cold. We can't do this. We're out of here. Oh, and also you're old. You are old. Uh, Well, sure. However you want to say it. 
Uh-huh. Uh, and then we went to the subway. Uh-huh. And we got the shuttle to the A. Mm-hmm. And then we we're waiting on the A platform. And there are these two women uh, that were chit-chatting about <coughs> 10 feet away. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at one of them. And I couldn't tell if her nose was like dripping mm-hmm. and she's just not wiping it off and this drip's just hanging there. Or I'm like, or maybe it's like an, a nose ring, but it looks like her nose is dripping. And I was looking and looking and looking and it took me five minutes to figure out, no, that is in fact a nose ring, like a ring through the middle part of your nose. A septum piercing. A septum piercing. What a bad look, though. If it takes five minutes to figure out if it is snot dripping out of your nose or a nose ring, it's not a good look. Well, if it takes five minutes for you to figure it out, yeah, maybe they don't give a shit. What do you mean? Like, you're not, I imagine... My eyeballs work the same way other people's. Yeah, but not as well as younger people. Distance, I can. I'm, I'm an eagle. Uh huh. Sure it's the are. reading that's gotten a little tricky. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> says staring at me with his glasses on. Um, it's because I'm my, ready to read. My, my point is though. Yeah. Is you are maybe not the demographic she's trying to impress, so she may not give a shit. Sure, about there may be a whole group of people out there that love drippy nose people, or that know immediately that that's septum piercing. It looked like a drippy nose. Okay. So your point, Noel, is my point is what what kind of look is that? All right, you know, given the time of the the the, I think people you, anyone can do whatever they want. I just you know, it's like getting a tattoo of a brown lump right by your butthole and expecting everyone to know. No, that's a uh, Mount Vesuvius, or you know what I mean. Like, no, everyone's gonna look at that and think it's a, a turd. You know what I'm saying. I, I'm thinking that <laughs> that because we're deep in the heart of allergy season, yeah. and you are like focused on the fact that it's allergy season yeah. because everyone around you do you have do you have allergies? Yes. Yeah, everyone around you and you have allergies. That that's just where your mind went to. I think it was a presupposition on your part. I think had it been had it been the middle of winter, uh huh, right when everyone's nose is dripping, yeah. Um, had it been uh, uh, allergy season, you would have thought it was snot. And had it yes, been, yes, I did. Had, right? Had it been any other time of the year, yeah, you would have been like, "What a what an ugly septum piercing." That would have been your first reaction. Always the snot. My allergies are killing me. Okay, right now. I think they're allergies. Mm-hmm. I have been so. You've all probably heard me clearing my throat constantly. <laughs> <laughs> on uh, <coughs> on the air, and it's because I always have this sort of feeling of post-nasal drip in the back of my throat, mm-hmm. and this has been going on with me for, I don't know, 10 years, maybe more. Okay. Um, probably more, because it, I remember when I started seeing all the doctors about it, it was when Deb had insurance, so mm-hmm. we had actual good insurance, and... Uh, <clears throat> I, you know, went to allergists and they said I have no allergies. I went to a uh, uh, gastroenterologist and they said it was GERD, but then when I took the medication for the GERD, it didn't 
work. Mm-hmm. I went to an ENT surgeon who looked at my nose and said it was polyps okay. and that I needed surgery. And then I went to another, my, my GP, and he was like, don't get surgery. That's ridiculous. And I said, well, the surgeon said I should get surgery. Yeah. And he said, sure. a fisherman will tell you to eat fish. Exactly. You know? Exactly. And I was like, okay, that makes sense. So, so I, I always get ask the, the hamburger man what I should have for dinner. Right, exactly. And what's he going to say? Hamburger. hamburger. Basically, if you're paying him, yeah. that's all he wants. Right. Um, and so I just gave up. I was just like this. I went to multiple doctors, did multiple treatments, okay. all sorts of things, anti-inflammatory diets, which helped a little bit. Mm-hmm. <coughs> But this year, and and basically what happens is it gets really bad at some point. Mm -hmm. I end up with a sinus infection, which kicks my ass, right? And and, uh, I'm miserable. And this like three times a year, two to three times a year. I get a horrible sinus infection Mm -hmm. because the gets worse and worse and worse, and it fucks me up Mm -hmm. terribly. So this year I, I started getting it, and I was like, Fuck it. I, I'm going to try some, you know, hit the Claritin and see what happens. Okay. I started taking Claritin D and it's very helpful and the Flonase and it's very helpful, but I didn't catch it in time. The whole sinusy thing had started to kick in. Mm-hmm. So now I'm in this weird limbo of sinus infection almost. Yeah. And, uh, but it's not bad enough that I got to go and get meds for it. I don't have a fever or anything like that. So now I'm just like, you know, I'm controlling. My allergies that I think they are because mm-hmm. it's the the sort of throat thing is gone. It's been gone, so I'm assuming it's allergies. Yeah. Um, but now I'm just like my nose is leaking constantly. Yeah. I have pain in my forehead and my ears are always clogged, which makes me super cranky. Yeah, I'm miserable is what I'm saying. You know, uh, my allergies are a little worse this year than normal. I feel like, but I also. I switched to Claritin mm-hmm. because I heard that it has uh, less side effects. Were you taking Zyrtec? Zyrtec, which d- I never really had side effects mm-hmm. from, but I but I was like, oh, that sounds like a gentler thing, mm-hmm. right? Um, I think I'm going to switch back. Are you experiencing side effects? Um, I... I'm experiencing more allergy than I feel like I should oh. be experiencing. Well, I think Zyrtec, the thing, the difference between Zyrtec and Claritin, the big difference is mm-hmm. Claritin needs to build up in your system. Yes, and, and I have. And Zyrtec is usually pretty instantaneous. Well, and that's the other thing, too, is the the Claritin you got to take all the time. Right. And I would like to not be able to take it sometimes. Yeah, I right? understand So that. I think I'm going to take the Zyrtec again. I, I never, it never gave me bad effects to begin with i think it took better care of the allergies and it didn't you didn't have to take it all the did time did you have allergies your that's whole life that's my allergy medication review <laughs> did you have allergies <laughs> your whole life uh yeah i did when i was a kid i had bad allergies and then uh they got much better as i got older and then got a little worse again as i got even more older and was it all like outdoor allergies like yeah, like pollen and, and no no food allergies or anything like no that? cats uh but not severe right just itchy maybe a little wheezy right. but uh I, I don't have any allergies that are gonna like send me running for the EpiPen. gotcha just a lot of stuff that's gonna make me n- nasally and red-eyed and a lot of that. 
Well, guys, the reason for that scintillating five minutes of conversation we just had, (laughs) (laughs) that uh, if we took it on its own, we would just call two old men complaining. Yeah. Uh, or conversation, yeah. Um, GRQ is because I today's... think you mean Achoo <laughs> with Josh and Noel. Oh, that was terrible. That was pretty good. That was terrible. Um, because today's topic is Noel. Today's topic is allergies. How to get rich with them. How to scratch and sneeze and wheeze your way to financial freedom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, pretty good. Uh, uh, <laughs> All right, guys. So, Noel, yeah. allergies. Allergies. We've already know what they do to people. We do. We just spent five minutes talking we about did, it in depth. What? Uh, how are you going to get rich off of them? Oh, I'll tell you. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. So, allergies, as we all know, are reaction caused by the immune system in response to environmental substances that are harmless to most people, right? Apparently not most people anymore. I feel like every day I talk to someone, they tell me that they've never had allergies before and now they have them. I think now more and more people are getting allergies or succumbing to allergies Mm -hmm. because there are so many pollutants in the air Mm -hmm. and uh, pollen is like out of control Uh because it never gets cold enough in the north, at least in the northeast, never gets cold enough to actually freeze things. Uh Uh-huh. So, you know, it's just there waiting. Sure. Anyway, sorry. Go uh, ahead. So reactions to uh, allergies range, but uh, most are mild to moderate and can be treated with some sort of antihistamine. Mm-hmm. Uh, more severe reactions are called anaphylaxis, and they need urgent medical attention. Uh, and as Josh alluded, more and more people are becoming more and more allergic over the years, between 1994 and 2004, hospital admissions for anaphylaxis doubled in the general population. In the same period, for children under five, they went up five times. <coughs> so in 10 years, five times the amount of kids were getting hospitalized for allergies. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, and and so is that because EpiPens are five thousand dollars now or something like <laughs> that? Uh, and I looked at a bunch of articles about this, and they all used the same time range. Uh, and then I realized from one of them that there was a big study during that time. So that's why they basically everything is telling you that same time range. But in the same period for children under five, uh, oh no, sorry. Insurance data since indicates that this rate has continued, this rate of progress. Uh, so there's lots of theories why. Uh, Josh gave one, you know, doesn't get cold enough. There's too much pollen, right? But that only describes one type of allergy. My type, but only one type. But a lot, but, but, yeah, I understand. Not the anaphylaxis type. Yeah. Uh, so a lot of people are trying to guess why there are so many such an increase in allergies, right? So uh, people are saying there's too much exposure to allergens. There's other people saying there's too little exposure to allergens, uh, that we're living too pristine of a life. There's people saying that we have lack of vitamin D. Uh, People are saying it's issues with gut bacteria. What does vitamin D have to do with allergies? I don't know, but that was a big thing in a lot of these articles that people are saying not enough vitamin D for some reason. Um they're saying uh, it has to do with the temperatures that foods are cooked at now. I didn't get it. 
Uh, <laughs> there's a lot of people saying a lot of things about why there is this surge in allergic reactions going on. Uh, and the one thing that uh, we've all heard about is peanut allergies have become so pervasive and powerful that many schools now have outright bans on peanuts. Yep. Uh, right? No Kids peanut- can't even bring their own peanuts into school. Nope. They can't even bring in peanut butter sandwiches. Yep. Nope. Nothing that has peanuts. It's growing where there's other... Now, some schools are like, no nuts. No tree nuts. No period. any nuts. No tree nuts. Yeah. How about D's nuts? Uh. <laughs> hey, waka waka, made you look. That's not a bag of nuts. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> wow. You guys, uh, there are a lot of you jokes guys. targeted at this, uh, but it is a thing, right? Peanuts are one of the most common allergies for kids and one of the most likely to result in anaphylaxis. It's sad. It's sad for a lot of reasons. Not the least of which is that it threatens the legacy of George Washington Carver. It's true. American agricultural scientist and inventor born into slavery. After he was freed, he attended school in Kansas. Uh, he was awarded a full scholarship to Highland Presbyterian College on the merit of his essay. Mm-hmm. They turned him away when he showed up because they didn't realize he was black. And they were like, no. Uh, so he found a school in Iowa that he could go to. He was the first Iowa State African American Bachelor of Science. Um, Africa America. African American. Okay, there we go. Bachelor Thank of you. Sciences. Africa America. You got your allergies in your ears. Uh-huh. Is what it is. Yep. I, we all. We, you you basically gave a a. This is why you don't hear things. Correctly. Out of curiosity, are you uh-huh. gonna are you gonna give a thank you to Wiki uh, to Wikipedia for your your idea here? For, I didn't use Wikipedia the, at all for the body of your idea. I did not use Wikipedia one bit. Where did you get all of your George Washington Carver? I info read an from? article about George Washington Carver. Oh, okay. Uh, so uh, then he went and taught taught at uh, Tuskegee Institute and was a champion for African American education. Uh, he researched the rotation of crops to prevent soil depletion. Uh, rotating cotton with peanuts <laughs> made huge cotton crops. Also made a lot of peanuts. So many that they're rotting in storehouses, didn't know what to do with them, so he set to work to figure out a purpose for these peanuts. He developed 300 products made from peanuts, which is what he's famous for, what he's most famous for. Uh, uh, and the market for peanuts skyrocketed, right? Helped all these farmers out. Uh, he made flour, insulation, paper, wallboard, wood stain, soap, shaving cream, skin lotion, antiseptics, laxatives, and goiter treatments, to name a few All from things. this little legume. All from the little legume we call pea. Uh, And now, the man who's responsible for opening the doors of education for so many people, he's being locked out. Right? He's being told once again, sorry, can't come to this school. Do you think it's part of the... uh 
do you think it's part of the pervasive systemic racism <laughs> in our country that this is really what's going on? It, That's it, what the whole peanut allergy thing is. It could be. I didn't think of that, right? It's to get rid of, you know, anything that that presents a, a person of color. Maybe. Uh, an African American of color in a, in a good light as an educated person, as a genius, be. even yeah, 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 something to think about. Good thing you didn't find out three hundred purposes for the hamburger. I'd be sad. <laughs> <laughs> the nice thing about that is not too many people have uh, hamburger allergies. I know, right? Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Rotating cotton and hamburger crops. Yeah. Ooh. Mm. <laughs> so, uh, regardless, though, these kids are in grave danger from these peanuts, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, how can we use the power of peanut? George Washington Carver. The power to of help peanut. the kids to put his name back in the spotlight where it deserves to be. To make him once again a protector of the children? Well, I'll tell you how. We can use peanut products for childproofing things, right? Or you can, right? It has been drilled into these parents' heads, into the children's heads. Stay away, stay away, stay away. The peanut will kill you. They know it in their gut. They, they shiver with fear. At the mere mention of a peanut. So we're going to take that peanut paper that uh, George Washington Carver figured out how to make, and you're going to make uh, things that you want kids to stay away from, such as porn, out of peanut paper. Oh, brilliant. You can do uh, all rolling papers for marijuana. Rolling papers out of peanut paper. Uh-huh. Uh, anything you want these kids to stay away from. And if you really, really want to make money, industrial government money, and if you really, really want to protect the children and elevate George Washington Carver's name back as a protector of the people, a, a man of the schools, mm-hmm. you're going to take that uh, peanut wallboard he made, right? And you're going to make a, a compressed wood and you're going to make gun handles out of it. Brilliant. Uh, and these kids who are going in now, shooting up schools, they won't be able to anymore. They're going to grab that handle, and they're going to go into anaphylactic they're shock. They're going to go into anaphylactic shock. Yeah. There will be maybe one death, and it, it, it will be that person. It will be that person. Uh, it's not going to have, And the fear of the peanut is going to keep them from even picking that up, right? Where, where their parents have failed, the peanut and George Washington Carver... Will carry on. You saved a lot of lives. A with that lot one, of lives made a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. Used a lot of peanuts. Yep. Um, parents can uh, uh, make coverings for their children's penises oh, out of peanuts. Sure, you can make. Yeah. So they can't In masturbate. The South, they can make contraceptives out of yeah. peanuts. That's right. So women won't buy contraceptives, or or kids will stay away from them. Right. Oh, it's a great idea. Anything you want the kids to stay away from. Yep. That's fantastic. I wonder how long it's going to be until there's like a horror movie. And well, I was just thinking that. Mr. That, Peanut is right. the, you know. Like houses getting covered with just 
peanut vines, uh-huh. and you know, suddenly everyone's dying of anaphylactic shock. Yeah, yep, it's a good one. All right. Instead of the uh, the California grapes, yeah, it's gonna be the Virginia peanuts. Yeah, they're coming to get you. Coming to get you. Oh, it's a great idea, no. Um. So you know, again, food allergies, you know. Yep. What is it? In the immune system that responds to food allergies. And it's generally a protein that the immune system is attacking. All right. So whatever you eat, there's a specific that you're allergic to, there's a specific protein in that thing that your body reads as an invader uh-huh. and runs in and tries to kill it. Okay. But it can't kill it because it's not actually an invader. It's just a protein. Yeah. Well, there is a team in Trinity College, Dublin, back in 2004, that thought that maybe they could counter that reaction by injecting mice with parasites, Mm -hmm. uh, thus giving the animal's immune system the sort of threat that they are evolved to fight and distracting the immune system from the protein to attack actual things that need to be attacked. They did it, and the experiment worked. Uh-huh. Woohoo! So, this guy in 2007, this British-born guy, this British guy named Jasper Lawrence, decided to see if it would work on him. Mm-hmm. He's not a doctor or a scientist, but he basically ingested some hookworms. Yeah. And... I don't know what he was allergic to, what his allergy, his food allergy was, but he ate the food, and miraculously it worked. Okay, he did not have the, uh, he did not have the uh, 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 food allergy anymore. All right. So he started selling hookworm uh-huh. around the world for three thousand dollars a pop. Yeah, you get thirty-five hookworms, and you. S- Slap them on you on a on a, and they go into your body, and then your food allergies are gone. Uh. The only place that he can't sell it, he maybe can't sell it, but but I know for a fact he can't sell it in the U.S. because the FDA won't approve this. Sure. So I know from personal experience when I grew up in St. Thomas, I used to get hookworm all the time. Okay, and I would get it by walking through filthy puddles. Uh on the street with no shoes on. And hookworm would basically, they start off microscopic and they would go up through your feet and they'd get in your system and you know you have them when you take a poop and it would just be filled with worms. Mm-hmm. And I used to have to, and I, I'm one, I always wondered if that's why I didn't have allergies as a kid is because uh, I was so ridden, riddled with hookworm. Yeah, you had squirm poops. Yeah, and you know, you'd have to take uh, uh, anti-parasitics, which was poison that yeah. you were basically taking. and. And kill them off. But I can think of, just off the top of my head, three or four times that uh, I had hookworm. So $3,000 for 35 hookworm. Yeah. That's a lot of money. There are apparently over 45 million people in this country with some sort of food allergy. Uh, This is what you're going to do. Okay. You're going to buy small properties. Uh I mean small. Yeah. Around this country, okay. all around this country, like photomat small. 
it, you need to have it on some land. Okay. You know, probably a little bit bigger than a photo mat. But you know, we're not talking about, you don't need like acres and acres. You know, just a good backyard. Okay. All right? You like that kind of size. You're going to infest them with hookworms. Okay. Then people are going to come to you, yeah. and you're going to charge them $3,000 per person just to take a walk. Yeah. Through your property. Yeah. They're going to walk through your property. They're going to get infested with hookworms. Their allergies are going to be gone, and you've saved them their lives. Yeah. You've saved them probably now that uh, uh, EpiPens are thousands of dollars. You've saved them tons of money. You know, the insurance company should be pouring money on you because you're saving them a ton of money. I mean, how much are the hospital bills when a kid goes into anaphylactic shock and there's no EpiPen? I don't know. It's a, a lot. lot, right? You're talking about ambulances. You're talking about emergency rooms. Yeah. You're talking about uh, uh, EpiPens if they if they if they catch it soon enough. If not, you're talking about intubation, right? You're yeah. talking about uh, life saving medicines. Uh-huh. That's expensive shit. Yeah. So that's all I'm saying. You're gonna. I'm done. That's it. <laughs> Uh, that's all I got. <laughs> but my point is, yeah, hookworms. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, I know it is. <laughs> yeah, okay. I know it is. All right. Yeah. Okay. Go fuck yourself. Oh wow! Yeah. Wow! I said it, and I mean it. Wow! All right. All right. What a punk. <laughs> you guys, if you want to put Josh in his place, you know what puts him in his place is money. You can. Go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.org, go to the Get Rich Quick with Josh Knowles show page, hit the sponsor button, pledge an amount. One time a reoccurring, all that money goes to, no, half that money goes to Josh and I. Half that money goes to Radio Free Brooklyn. If you want all that money to go to Radio Free Brooklyn, you can. Go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.org, hit the pledge button, pledge an amount. All that money will go to Radio Free Brooklyn, none to Josh or I. You get a tax break because Radio Free Brooklyn is a 501c3 charitable organization. You get to feel good about yourself because you're doing things like supporting the after-school teens program, helping spread the arts, helping communities, things like that. You want to support us in other ways, go subscribe to the newsletter, Radio Free Brooklyn. You can download the apps, iOS or Android, we got apps for them. Radio Free Brooklyn, look it up. That's going to be my drag name. <laughs> what? Android. Android? That's good. <laughs> no, my real drag name? You want to know what my real drag name is? Yeah. Amy Adams Apple. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You got any more? No, that's uh, it. Okay, I'll go on. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did I? Did that, no. did that bother you? No, no, no. Did that throw you off? No. Are you upset that I interrupted no. your spiel? No. Ugh. You guys, you know what we got coming up? We got the Radio Free Brooklyn fourth year anniversary. That's amazing. There's a party. You're invited. Check out the website. Come on down. That means we have been on the air for three and three quarters years. Oh, the the this station's already four years old. We are in about a month and just, about six weeks away from being our four years. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. We started in in July. Right. No, I know we did. Yeah, yeah. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Okay. 
You guys are babies growing up. <laughs> Not fast enough. <laughs> I'm ready for it to leave the house. It's never leaving. It's a millennial. It's going <laughs> to live in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, and we thank you for letting us give these spiels. As a matter of fact, we thank you so much that Josh scours the internet for other ways to get rich. Every week we have a topic. This week it's allergies. We give you a list of ways to get super freaking rich off it. Not enough, not enough, not enough. And thanks to you, Josh offers you this other little way to get even more rich. Josh, take it away. The Get Rich Quick Tip of the Week. Brought to you by Radio Free Brooklyn. The number one attitude that will make you rich is to be able to give more to others than others are able to give unto you. In other words, if someone gives you $100 as a loan, then you want to make sure that you give them more than you had borrowed from them. So you want to return to them $120 or $150 or $100 and a gift. But either way, whatever someone gives to you, you want to make sure that you outgive them. That's the secret to becoming wealthy. So let me give you some examples. If you own a restaurant and you charge $10 a plate, I want you to give your customers $15 worth because most restaurants will only give $10 or even a little bit less so that they can receive more from the customers than they give to the customers. If you own an ice cream shop and your customers are paying for a $3 experience, I want you to give them a $5 experience. Wow. Yeah. Uh, he's, redef- he's, he's redefining uh, the economic mold, guys. Yep. He's taken capitalism and turned it on its head. And math. Yep. yep. <laughs> he's turned a little bit of math on its head, too. The best part of that, my favorite part, is <laughs> when he said, uh, most restaurants yeah. will only give you $10 worth or maybe a little less. Yeah. You know, you should give them 15 That's going to keep your restaurant open. Yeah. For a long time, if you give them fifteen dollars worth of food but only charge them ten, yeah, you are definitely going to stay open for a while. That's right. So thank you once again, Daniel Alley. Thank you, Daniel Alley. It's been a while, but when you come out with gems like that, yeah, you're you're kicking young Mike out the door. Yeah, and let us know, Daniel, uh, where your restaurant is. Yeah, I'm curious how by. many you've opened. Yeah. Um, what do you think the five dollar experience at a at an ice cream shop is oh, versus the three dollar experience? What does the extra two dollar give you an experience? Peanuts. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. Maybe a little a little biscotti stuck oh, in the ice boy. cream. Oh boy! Wow. Cherry. Yeah, those are that's true. That those are fancy. That's yeah. like you know. And that being said, in New York at this point, yeah. You have a hard time even finding a $5 ice cream experience. <laughs> you do. Yeah, you do. You know, all these ice cream places, it's like six, seven bucks for a cone, a single cone. Yeah, but it's worth so it if you're getting fancy. 10, 15 bucks worth of ice cream. Well, that's a restaurant. You're basically getting a, a gallon of ice cream. Uh huh. Yeah, for, for, for 10 bucks. Yeah. That makes sense. I went out the other day, bought a $4 sandwich, took it home, made an entire dinner out of it. Uh-huh. It was Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> Carved that sandwich right. up. 
You asked for a sandwich, and they gave you t- a whole turkey. They gave a, a whole the whole family That's of right. turkeys. That's right. Anyway, no. Anyway, you're allergic to turkey. <laughs> I am not. So how are you going to get rich with allergies? Okay, well, probably what you're going to want to do is treat them, right? How do you treat them? With parasites, I already I already told you that. Well, antihistamines block histamines produced by allergies. Allergic reactions, right? Histamines are a compound produced in immune responses. But as we said, you know, you got to take those freaking pills every day, day after day, rest of your life. Come on. There's not many side effects there used to be, but uh, what is the impact of taking these so often for so long? Verdict's out. Don't freak me out because I've been trying to find this and everyone says it's okay. What do you mean? Taking them for a long time. Oh, yeah, no. I don't know. Fuck. Who knows? Who knows? Fuck you. You may grow another foot. Uh, like in height, I wouldn't mind that. No. I shrank. A foot at your butt. Oh. That's taking, getting a kick in the ass <laughs> to a whole new level. <laughs> Out of a whole new level. Yeah. Uh, right? We don't know. You know, when I was a kid, and I did have worse allergies, I used to take these pills, and they knocked me out. To the point where even though I had bad allergies, I eventually was just like, I don't care. I'll do it, deal with the allergies. There's, the pills are now so much better. Um, so other allergy treatments, if you look up, uh, look it up, they're pretty much, you know, th- there's the stuff if you go into anaphylactic shock, there's that uh-huh. stuff, you know, adrenaline to your heart. Uh-huh. Stuff like that. But that's not really treating the allergy. No, it's not. It's saving your life. Yeah. The other allergic tr- uh, uh, treatments, if you look it up, are pretty much avoid what makes you allergic or wear gloves if you need to touch them. And I was looking for treatments, and I saw a treatment patent for hay fever. So for me and you. <coughs> First developed in 2004 that had been improved. They had a new version out in 2010. It was made by Dr. Matsumi Suzuki in Japan. Mm. And he came up with a treatment that sounds at first ridiculous. Mm -hmm. It's allergy treating ringtones. Hmm. Right, he has twenty-seven variations of frequencies between four hundred and twenty hertz and ten seventy hertz. You pick the correct one depending on your nasal cavity size. <laughs> and essentially, what you do is you hold the phone up to your nose, and the ringtone vibrations vibrate your nasal cavity and shake loose the pollen. He should get together. Do you remember when, I, I think it may have been ice that we had done, uh-huh. and I had found the guy in Japan who had done the, uh, he could change snowflakes with, with yeah. sound yeah, and yeah. happiness yeah. and things like that. Those two should get together yeah. and come up with something. I don't care what. It'd be rocking, though, whatever it would be. <clears throat> yeah, it would be incredible. Uh, so I, I thought, it, you know, there's really an essence of good idea there, but there's probably a reason it never caught on. 
right? Because it's probably a little bit of crap. But it's a good idea. What you want to do is you want to get that pollen out of your nose, out of your nasal cavity, Mm -hmm. where it's causing these allergic reactions, causing your tissues to swell, things like that to happen. Just neti pot it, man. Well, you want to finish my idea? Uh, I really... Neti pots are thing. No, that actually works. Yeah, that's not so what I'm, I'm not doing. giving you your idea. Okay. That I, that idea is already out there. People right. use it. You can watch YouTube videos of parents giving their kids neti pots with huge gobs of snot coming out of their face. Okay, you done? If I ruined your idea completely, no, you haven't. <laughs> you haven't. Uh huh. Go ahead. Okay. So, what do we go back to the traditional ways of avoiding allergies? Right, which were avoid it. Uh huh. Or wear a glove, right? What if we could make a glove for your nasal cavity? Okay, there we go. Right? <clears throat> what if we were to sell something you could put in any pot that would coat your nasal cavity and protect it? Like liquid latex. Like liquid latex. Or I was thinking like mineral oil. Okay, you there could you put go. scented mineral oil uh-huh. even in there. Oh, and nice. Do a neti pot with that. Not only would it coat your nasal tissue so that pollen couldn't stick on there, it'd make it so slippery. It certainly couldn't stick. It would just slip right off, right? Uh Uh-huh. I I was trying to think of other substances, right? You could use milk. That would be gross. Petroleum jelly? Well, that'd be a little too thick. But what if you have a milk allergy? Well, the the beauty of this idea... Is you're you not can, ingesting it. Well, and it's we're not nailing it down to one substance, right? right? So essentially, it is a neti pot, but we're going to put it full of stuff. You can dress it up any way you want. You can scent it any way you want. You can say it's pH balanced. Mm. You can say it's hydrolyzed. Anything you want to say to make it cost more and make people happy. But what it is, it's going to do, it's going to coat the tissue and keep the pollen from finding a home where it irritates, your body attacks it. So we're not just using a neti pot and flushing out a nose. Uh-huh. I got gotcha. you. No, that's a good idea. We're flushing full a nose. Yeah. I also, the, the, you know, I, it also made me think that maybe what you could create is, you know how they have these super fine filters out there? Yep. Like, you know, that they use in uh, 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 labs mm-hmm. for science purposes. Yep. How about you make two small ones yeah. that fit in your nostrils with a clip in between that clips onto, what is the part? It's not the, you know, not the bridge of your nose, but the part between your nostrils. Is that the septum? septum. Yeah. That clip onto your septum. And, you know, you can make them in varying sizes so yeah. they fill up a person's nose. Make them look like snot dripping out of a nose so well, the kids I'm love them. I'm wondering if that's what that girl had. It might have been. Yeah. You could just take a couple cigarette uh, filters and stick them up your nose. Do you think that would work? Yeah, just snap off a couple cools, <laughs> stick them up your nose. <laughs> and you get the nice freeing menthol. It clears your sinuses. Clears as your sinuses, your, uh, yeah. yeah. I, think, I think both of those are solid ideas. Yeah. All right, Noel. There are a lot of crazy allergies out there. There are. People are allergic to shit you wouldn't think they're allergic to. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there's a, a an allergy. That scientific name is aquagenic 
urticaria, mm-hmm. which is an incredibly rare syndrome where the sufferer is allergic to water. Ooh, not a good one to be allergic to. Nope. Their skin erupts in rashes whenever it comes into water. Mm-hmm. It can only take a minute or so to expose to, to trigger the, ex- the symptoms. Temperature doesn't make a difference. And in some case cases, sufferers are triggered by their own tears. <laughs> like social justice warriors, my friend. Yeah. Allergic to their own tears. Yeah. Could you imagine every time you got sad and cried, your face would break out in hives <sighs> and rashes, painful, itchy rashes. Trump's going to be crying soon. He doesn't cry. He will when he's peachy. I don't think he's capable of it. Well, that's true. We'll see. I think his tear ducts have burned out. That, the reason he's got white around the eyes uh-huh. is because his tear ducts have completely burned out. Maybe. From all of the tanning he's done. It could be. Um, so and the cocaine. All the cocaine. Uh, apparently, it's not cocaine. What do you mean? Apparently, his you know, drug of choice uh-huh. is Adderall. Okay. Apparently, he got into some, at some points, because he doesn't consider it a drug because it's, an over, it's, not, a, it's not an illegal drug. Uh-huh. And someone, uh, I read a whole article about this. This has been brought up uh, several times and why no one mentioned it. But there have been lots of reports of that, you know, he got hooked on Adderall. Okay. It, and that's one of the reasons he stays up. You know, he sleeps three hours a night and has all this energy. Yeah. Is because he crushes up Adderall and snorts it. Um, yeah, he's a speed freak. Yeah. Surprise, surprise. Guy's like a meth head. Yeah. I mean, he really is. And it's made him paranoid. Yeah, paranoid. And weird. And and weird. Yeah. And, yeah, and exactly. Creepy. Yep, exactly. Um, so, aquagenic urticaria. Yeah. That's one. There's another one where people, women, are actually allergic to men's semen. Oh. And if the semen touches them, particularly inside their body, uh-huh. touches any of their uh, 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 the mucous membranes inside their body, uh-huh. they immediately swell up yeah. into painful and, depending on where the mucous membrane is, okay. possibly life-threatening. Really? Well... If a woman swallows your semen oh. uh, and her throat closes up. Yeah, or goes down the wrong tube. There you go. Yeah, imagine the lungs just suddenly swelling up. Yeah. That's pretty brutal. Yeah. Um, there are uh, uh, other ones that I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> but there's all these crazy, like you would never, like obviously there's, there's light. There's a story of one woman who is so allergic to light any light, even the light from a light bulb, uh-huh. would cause her to break out into rashes and hives, and she had to live in total darkness her whole life. It's like uh, Better Call Saul. Similar, except that's not what his—that's not what the brother's deal was. The brother's deal was he was he was allergic to uh, electricity, electricity, yeah, and radio waves. Yeah, so he had light. He had you know uh, things, but anyway. Uh, and there are those people like him, though, that live in communities. Yeah. There's a whole community in, uh, uh, I think it's Sweden or Norway, of all these people who claim to be allergic to radio waves and electricity. And they live in this community mm-hmm. that is all the way in the boonies of Norway. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's right on some fjord somewhere. And there's no electricity. There's no cell phones, no radios, no television, none of that stuff. 
They're very happy. And there's like, I think, 50 or 60 people living in this community. Uh-huh. But the one I... Do they make Facebook out of trees? <laughs> they, they, they cut tree. They cut faces into trees. <laughs> um, this was the one that sort of got me. This thing called dermographism, All right. which means skin writing. And what it actually means, what it actually is, is uh, touch. Human touch uh-huh. causes a physical allergic reaction on their skin. I get it. So you could take your finger and write your name in someone's skin. Ooh. Um, it'll go away. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? It'll calm down at some point, take an antihistamine or something like that. Sure. Um. But it lasts for a little while if you don't do anything about it. You could draw pictures on someone using their skin. I was like, oh, that's crazy. What a great idea. (laughs) In this, you know, bringing up this girl, this woman that you saw in the subway Mm -hmm. with her septum piercings. The kids today love body modifications. Oh, they love it. Tattoos. Yeah. Piercings. Yeah. All that sort of stuff. But tattoos. Who doesn't get a tattoo anymore? God. I'm getting tattoos once the the suggestions come rolling in. Yeah, he's already pledged, guys. Um, but I'm sure there are a lot of people out there who, like me, don't get a tattoo because they can't think of anything that they'd want to have on their body yeah. for the rest of their life. Sure. The idea that, you know, I think back to the 90s when the tattoo craze was getting huge, uh-huh. 90s, early 2000s. And everyone was getting those big, ugly-ass tribal tattoos. Yeah. And I bet now they're sitting there looking at themselves <laughs> in the mirror with their saggy skin and yeah. their shitty tribal tattoos, and they're like, ugh, I can't believe I gave up all this skin to this mess that's on my body. You know what you should get? And the only way to cover that shit up, make it all black. Yeah. That's it. That's your only option with that stuff. You should get the Hamburglar taking a pee on like a Burger King sign. So it's like that thing that people put on their trucks. Uh-huh. You know, like peeing on the Ford sign if they've got a Chevy or whatever it is. Oh, I see. But you have the hamburger doing it to Burger King. During the Burger King, yeah. It'd be classic. Looking up and smiling. Levels. Yeah. Levels, dude. Oh, brilliant. Well, this is what you're going to do. Okay. Kids are going to come to you and you're going to use, and I know I've used this before, but I love it, the CRISPR technology. Okay. And you're going to insert the genetic structure that makes these kids allergic to touch. Okay. Um, and then they can change their whole body. They can do massive artworks on their whole body. Uh-huh. And like an Etch-A-Sketch. Yeah. Just wipe it away with a couple antihistamines. Sure. They'll take it. They have it for a whole night, a whole day. And then they take an antihistamine. Sure. And it goes away. Yeah. And they can constantly be changing you as the artist will have these kids coming back constantly uh-huh. you know what i mean you could be doing whatever you want to them yeah you're gonna make a fortune yeah that's it i mean thousands of dollars thousands. tens of thousands tens. of dollars people spend on tattoos yeah so you know why not why not guys hey if you want to get in touch with josh you can get him on twitter on grq josh Knoll. uh you can email him at grq with josh and Noel at gmail. Dot com. And go on Facebook. Are I'd like it. I would like it if someone other than Pinterest uh-huh. would uh, contact us 
at that email address. <laughs> you can uh, get us on Facebook at Facebook slash GRQ Josh. You can only go on iTunes or anywhere you get podcasts. Subscribe, rate, review. If you're listening to podcast form, we implore you tune in Saturday no night at rev- 8 o'clock. Huh? No one has reviewed our show in like three years, two and a half no. years, something like that. I'm sure they're there. You know, you can check uh, the reviews in different languages if you change the Yeah, the country. End. We haven't done that in a while. That'd be fun to see if we got any more like I do. I go through it. There's one in, one in Great Britain. Okay. Um, and that's it. All right. I mean, I've checked. I've checked. I don't know if I've checked Russia. Yeah. I've I checked, checked Russia before we had him at one point. Oh, we did? Yeah. I've checked Australia. I've checked China. You guys, give us a review. Josh needs France. something to do. I do. Yeah. See if you can hide your review in a country Josh has never heard of. Uh, I'm a room. Yeah. <laughs> uh, listen to us Saturday nights, 8 o'clock. Radio Free Brooklyn. Get there a little early. Listen to Art Star Scene. Stick around afterwards. Listen to reruns. Hey, hi, hi, Ron. Hi, hi, Ron. What? Uh, you guys got a lot of money in your pocket. You got to know how to spend it. Josh found out ways for you, and he's going to tell you right now. A luxurious private resort nestled in an island in the western side of the Philippines has officially opened for business. The upscale resort offers white sand beaches, plush villas, and plenty of amenities. With a price tag of $100,000 a night, Banwa Private Island is among the most expensive vacation spots anywhere in the world. CNN reports that travelers headed to Banwa will need to hop on a helicopter or seaplane for the final leg. The island offers a tennis court, a short golf course, and access to a variety of boats. It doesn't seem like you're getting a whole lot for a hundred grand a night, no. other than the privacy, I guess. Yeah. Privacy. It's all you need. Mm. You guys, how do you know our ideas are so great that you can get so rich off them? Uh, Josh also finds rules for getting rich quick, to which we judge our schemes by. Where do rules come from this week, Josh? Uh, today's rules are... 50 Warren Buffett quotes on investing, life, and success. All right. From rule number one, investing. What do we have time for? One or two? Uh, number one. Yeah. It's easier to look back than to look into the future. That's right. It's easier to look back. Look back at the great life of George Washington Carver and realize, hey, he needs to help us in the future. Help our kids. Yeah. Uh, and number two. Number two. Uh, buy wonderful companies. Buy wonderful companies. Put a backyard in them. Fill up full of worms. Let people take a walk. Yeah. That's it. That's it, guys. So two for two. We're definitely getting rich with allergies. Yep. So once again for Josh. And Noel, don't spend all that knowledge one place. <laughs> Back on again.